Alexa, play Imagine Dragons. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Floor 700 and welcome back to the 700 Block, the podcast. It's been a while since you heard this show, but we are back. And with my return, I'm going to continue a series that I had. And this one's going to be a little different and a little bit more special. Um, we're talking about fathers raising daughters, part three. But this one got a little twist to it. These are stepfathers, step. Men, stepfathers, you can't be stepmen. <laughs> stepfathers raising daughters, which means a little girl comes into their lives and they accept them with open arms. So so let's get started and introduce the guests that I have. Returning guests from the podcast, brothers. Um, we got Cutting Court. Good morning. Good morning. And we got King Dean. You're... Yeah, don't get it confused. King Dean was just on episode 60 of the podcast, brothers, but you're doing double duty. We appreciate it, man. Feel important. That's twice in one week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, so let's get right into it. We're not going to waste no time. Um, I guess, Court, we can go first with you. Mm-hmm. Um, can you do you mind telling us the situation? <laughs> like, how is it? Like, first off, well, first off, before we get into individualities, let's go. How about coming up? Coming up, we all want to have children. Or do we or do we not? Think about, man, I, I can't wait to have a child. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Was your first thought was, I can't wait to have a boy? Totally. Yeah. Totally. 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 So the boy was the first thing because, you know. No question. You want that next athlete. You okay, want that, okay, next, that, okay. that bond. You want that, you know, a late night punch you in the face type joint. You know. <laughs> That's <laughs> you what that. I was thinking. It's like you want somebody to play catch with real quick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Take them to the sports events. That bond. Um yeah. What about you, King Ding? Like, why was it a boy on your mind as your first child? Well, just because, you know, just wanted to duplicate that father-son relationship I had growing up. You know, when you have a, a dad or you have father figures in your life, you see how they raise their kids and their bond with it. It's nothing like seeing a dad and son just walking into an event and doing something together. And exactly. then you just get molded. It's like that's your first piece of way of life. So I right, right. To pass that down to my son. I, I've heard some people say that they would like to have a son first, so he can be like the protector yeah. of the siblings. Like it didn't matter what you had after that, just as long as I had a son first. Um, so, eventually, uh, it didn't turn out that way, correct? Um, <laughs> nope, um, no, not at all, not at all. So, I must let's start with you, King Dane. You had no children. Now you have one. You have a stepdaughter. So what was it like? So so when you met, who's your wife, right? Yeah, Newly West. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And you meet Darlene, and she has a daughter. So what goes through your mind? Well, to be honest, the first time I met Darlene was, at, was weird because it was at like a football tournament. And at the time, that wasn't like asking about kids wasn't the topic of conversation. We were just getting to know each other on an individual level. But like after like after talking to her the first day, she mentioned she had a daughter. And me, I actually ran at the school program, been working with kids since I was like 17. So actually being comfortable with other people's kids was my forte. So it really wasn't a shock to me when I finally did meet her daughter a little down the line. Then we clicked because it's like other people's kids look at me. Like I can go into a store right now and like somebody kid would just be looking at me smiling. It's like, I'm looking like, why the hell are you smiling at me? So I guess I got that or, but it was, it was, it hit it off. 
which is weird because nowadays the way these parents raising their kids and their kids is just off the hook. <laughs> I'm luckily I didn't have to deal with that off the back. Her daughter's smart, genuine, caring, and it just it was just easy from day one with me. Right. I was going to ask you about that because you worked at a daycare. I mean, uh, at the school, school program. program. I bet at school program, and you were around kids. Were you a fan of children before? The after school program or was it the after school program that was like, man, you know, I, I I like this. I think I was always a fan of kids. Um, it goes back to when I was 17. I first started working at a summer camp for the city of Trent. And then when I went to college, I went to college for um, sociology, which is the study of human behavior. And I always wanted to incorporate that with kids, especially kids in, in the city, because you and when you're in the school system, you see so many kids being mistreated. And you don't understand why they're being mistreated or how it's affecting them until you actually sit back and focus on kids as individuals instead of just treating them as humans. So I always had a connection with kids. I always wanted to, especially the ones that didn't have much growing up. So I always wanted to be that person to help out. So kids was always a focal point of why I do, I do what I do when it comes to either work, volunteer, or raising my own. And as far as um, being a stepfather, it didn't hurt that she was a good kid. You said, you know, she's smart and oh, no, I'm, <laughs> positive. It's funny because I'm with my school program. People always ask me, like, I worked at Gregory for four years, and everybody was asking me, "Yo, so and so is at the school program? How is he? Oh, he's fine for me. Wow, how is he for you? Oh, he's bad. You don't listen because you you realize when kids know who's in charge. Not saying like a bad way, but once they know what they can get away with and what they can't get away with, they don't push certain buttons. Like in my after school program from day well, one. Well, no, 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 no. About, about um, your stepdaughter. Uh-huh. When y'all, when you met her, was she already like ready to go good or did you have to? Oh, yeah. Now, her mom ain't play that. Okay. Shit. I ain't right. worry about so that's that. That's what I'm saying. It made it easy it made for it you. It easy for me. But then again, it probably wouldn't have made it easy for me because just because she good with her mom don't necessarily right, mean right. I'm mm-hmm. not with her mom, mm-hmm. not around. Mm-hmm. She might be crazy. Like, she could be good with her mom. And then when her mom goes to the bathroom, she's jumping off the couch. And I'm saying, like, ooh, can I tell her to sit down or not? <laughs> but since I already had that background with working with other people, kids, I already know, look, give, I already developed a look like you need to sit down. Right. So I ain't really have that problem. All right. Well, Cousin Court. Yeah. You had no children at all. At all. And now you have a family. Uh, a whole military. Yes. So ex- explain to us how, <laughs> explain to us how, like, like like we talked about 10 minutes ago, your first child, you wanted a son and you just vision. I'm pretty sure you vision just you and your son, um, just y'all two. We're pretty sure, you know, the wife, yeah. um, whole family thing of how to start off. But it didn't go that way. So tell me when you were just like, you know what? I can make this work. Well, yeah, totally. Um, I met Morgan years ago. Um, we, you know, which is now my girlfriend. But uh, I met Morgan years ago and we always had a connection, um, whether through social media or seeing each other outside and about. And I saw her in Quaker Bridge Mall one time and we hit it off from there. So it's always been a connection. And um, I knew about um, her previous situation with the ex-husband and all that. So coming into this situation, she already has children. She already has three girls. Mm. So three girls and yes. their ages are 11, 9 and 7. Mm hmm. So when I come into their lives, they are nine, seven, and five. Right. So it was a huge transition for me because I'm coming with no children. But yet and still, I was, what, how old at the time? I was 32. So being 32 at the time and, you know, living in Trent, New Jersey, at that time, you know, chances are there's going to be a single mother out there. 
You know right, what I mean? Right, you, right, you're right, going to run right. into people who have children already and already living their lives. So in my situation, I bumped to this woman. She was a beautiful woman. Um, and uh, we just hit it off from there. So coming into the situation, I already saw what it was. But I've always been a person who um, had children around. So okay. um, I have a boatload of nephews, boatload of nieces, a lot of little cousins and stuff like that. So I've always been around children. I always, you know, um, like playing around with children because I'm a playful right. guy myself. Right. Um, so with three little girls, it was definitely a different transition because me being the man that I am and you have three little girls, it's a totally different mindset, yeah. Yeah. totally different mindset. And these three girls, they have personalities out the world. Um, they're all polar opposite from each other, um, but they are headstrong. So um, having to be there and, and support them in their struggles and then, you know, when they're happy, when they're sad and, and when they're going through their own little emotions and then you're it's sitting a lot, there, right? it's a lot, man. And it will wear you down. Definitely. But you, you got to be headstrong and you got to understand children and the different mindset. And I'm glad you said that because basically what you said was you kind of checked in before this was even happening. Oh, like, yeah, totally. It's no way that like, there's a chance that I will meet a woman who's out there with no children. And there's a chance that I'll meet one with children mm -hmm. and i have to accept that before mm. i even go forward with you know looking for mrs right totally um and i said this on the previous uh episode of fathers raising daughters that if i just had boys i don't know how fast i would have matured to be a father because they're that easy yeah, that's true when you got daughters and just like you just mentioned with all their emotions and all their the way they feel it's like they're they're never the same person <laughs> day in day out from never. day to day and, you know with the boys you know you give them a playstation or you give them a ball <laughs> you give them you give them one activity and they can make it work or hey dad I'm going to go outside go ahead with mm -hmm. your daughter hey dad I want to go here you want to go where yeah, who's exactly. there mm -hmm. who's the parents mm -hmm. how late you going to be there yep. you really become you get in the parent mode when it comes to these, uh, when it comes to raising daughters. So with the question that I want to ask you guys is what do y'all remember a situation or a time or a feeling to when your, your daughter said something to you? You're like, man, that really just touched my heart. Or I kind of like feel it type of situation. Like my, for example, my daughter, um, it was some crazy stuff going on in the city of Trenton and you don't expect your kids to know, but they know cause kids talk. Mm -hmm. And one day I'm on the phone with her and as we says our goodbye, she says, Hey dad, be safe. And I'm like, well, and she's like 11, 12 at the time. Yeah. But she says things that you didn't like they're mature. Mm -hmm. So was there ever like a situation or a conversation you was having with your little uh, daughter and she said something to you? You was like, Oh, I didn't think you knew that. <laughs> um, mine's was the first time she actually, it's weird because she ain't just come out and said she asked and i was like a three-year-old four-year-old asking this question her it was like can i call you dad mm. and i'm like and my mom like did your mom put you up to this like are you doing this because you want to so i'm like yeah you can so later on i talked to her mom said you you had a conversation with princess she's like no what you mean she just asked me can she call me that she's like yeah she asked me too i said you didn't tell her to do this she's like no so i'm like how the hell a four-year-old know <laughs> yeah they ask that question like they yeah. normally because she already like she she goes to her father's house from time to time and her side of the family so i'm like i must be doing my mom like i said back like, i must be doing something right 
for her to just to want to come out and ask me that question. That's been what four years ago, and ever since then, that's all I get. And you'd be amazed at how much. This is what I'm saying. You'd be amazed at how much these little girls know. You'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, totally. yeah, like you really sharp. You really alert. Um, you got any examples? I, I, see the, the the thing with my my girls, and they're so advanced. You know, what I mean, they've been through a lot of things in their lives. Um, they've seen a lot of different transitions, obviously. So, um it's always a different perspective every week every month every day it's always something different with them so um in my situation the littlest one um is going you know going through a hardship and a change in life because her father was in some you know illegal shit so he was you know basically in the pen so it's a different mentality for her you know what i mean having to be a young girl going from a situation like that her father's locked down she can't really get into too much contact with them and stuff like that you know is he gonna call is he not gonna call certain situations like that and then here i am and i'm right here in the situation i'm just like you know sitting there and she just comes up to me and she was like yeah she was like you know and she's like are you my daddy now? Are you my father and stuff like mm. that? And it's a yeah. it's a difficult situation because you know I can't replace none of the none of the girls' fathers. You know what I mean? I'm not that person. Right. I'm not you know what I mean the person that gave them life. But in this situation, I'm not going to let them fall or falter or, or or be in a sad situation because I'm here with their mother. Me and me and their mother have a uh, have a son together. So it's I'm accepting not only her but I'm also accepting the girls. They all are one package deal. So I can't stand back and just be like you know well i ain't your daddy you know go 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 your route yeah you know? yeah yeah you know they're mine and uh moving forward i'm there to support anything that they do now what i caught was your boca asked are you my daddy type of question and kind of both of you guys kind of was like wait a minute let me think about this yeah. not saying that we're not but mm-hmm. are you how do y'all feel about that word because you got father dad you know or sometimes they call you by your government name yeah so is it the dad is. I think. You, I think the, dad is the action. Is the, the dad action, is the person in the life. The, in the life, and the father is the one that brought you into the world. That's what I was getting at. Because a lot of people have different perspectives yeah. on that. So, and I had to. It's funny because my daughter and my wife brought that to me because growing up, I had one dad. I never really had. I never had a stepdad. So my father and my dad were the same person. Like you yeah, think the, it's like the, the same thing, the same, right? Until you <laughs> actually break it down, it's like no, the father is this and dad is that. So it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay that makes yeah. sense and then yeah. when you see the actions to see how she act with it because she like i said she goes to her father's house and she don't call him that she calls him father and i'm just like how the fuck does she know this <laughs> <laughs> i just be sitting back like and then but they and also too it's weird people got to understand that just because we said that we're not here to take the place of the dude yeah, exactly. like we are yeah, exactly. role model we are just another form of role model we just doing what we got to do on our end to make sure this child is well taken care of all around exactly. but you do understand how the father might feel right well well totally i mean i'm coming from a situation i was born and raised in a, a marriage situation so um my mother and father they'll be on, going on 50 years for their anniversary nice. next year. so i've seen structure i've seen it start from you know what i mean from the beginning to you know now so I understand how the day in day out goes with that. But as far as like a stepfather, I never had that situation. I've never been in that place. So it's hard for me to even instruct other people how to go about it. But mm-hmm. for me in my position, you know, I've seen that father figure from my father. So I transitioned in, you know, once I met Morgan, she had three girls. Okay. Boom. I'm in that role. Now I wouldn't sit there and label myself their father, 
but I am that, you know what I mean? I'm that dad. I'm that situational person. I'm that, I'm in the home. I'm guiding them. I'm protecting them. I'm making sure they're straight. And you know what I mean? That's the, that's the situation I'm in now. So, and I, I hate to call it a situation, but that's the life livelihood of what's going on now. Right. Um, right. So I've never been in a bad place in which I just sit up there and be like, well, y'all ain't my dad. Y'all, you, you know, you ain't my kids. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We have those moments in which we do battle each other because they're headstrong and they've right. been in situations a thousand times before I even stepped in the door. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's scary. No doubt. Hold on. Let me take a call. Excuse us. We had a little bit of audio technical difficulties, but we are back and we left off with your daughters at Headstrong because Headstrong, because they, you know, they already had their own journeys yeah. before you came into their lives. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. So, to piggyback off what Dean was saying about, you know, we want everybody to know that the men coming to the child's life, not to, what were you saying now? Not to take their place of their father, but to actually add and help mold the child. It's, it's like a, a, it's taking the village to raise a child. Type it does. Situation. It does. Totally. Um, so with that being said, I'm pretty sure we've had situations come about. No doubt. Yeah. We want to talk about. I, my situation, I, I think it's more, especially if you're immature, it's more of an immature mindset. It's more have to do with the actual spouse and not even the child. Because this my situation happened before I even was introduced to the child. It's just, you know, people getting their feelings and try to communicate with you in a way that you're not familiar with communicating. And you just, luckily, I had a lot of things to lose and I know how to be mature. So I brushed the situation aside. But after that encounter, it's more of a just one of those weird ass stares every time I see him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, from what it sounds like, because I'm, I'm just reading from what you're saying mm-hmm. that he, you know, somebody came at the father, came at you sideways, yeah. because of a, a little bit of intimidation. But I think that that's normal. Before he actually sees you and gets to know that, hey, this guy is really not bad, and he's going to do my child some justice. Yeah. I, I, I think that part's a little normal. But it's weird because, like, like I knew, I know who the dude is. I didn't know. The situation, like I went to school with the kid in elementary school, and when I seen him, like this is not who I remember you to be. But if you want to talk about the situation, we could talk about the situation. But it never got to that situation of talking, and it was more of, like I said, the child. It's not even the fact that the the child is more of you mad because your spouse, your ex spouse is moving on versus you don't care what I'm gonna do to your child. Oh, you don't care about the child. Not, it's not, not saying that you don't care, but your your anger isn't towards. Did you meet my child yet? Because it was like the first few months before I even met the child that I got the message that okay. I got. So it was that situation was more of, hey, you taking my old spouse away versus what you going what's your intention with my child? Now, if you want to sit here and talk about your child, we can sit here and discuss that all day because I need to know what you're doing on your side that you need help with. That I'm with her more than you are. Right, right. So I need if you want to talk about that, but it never came in that situation. So after that one encounter, I never had an encounter with it again. What's, yeah. What about you? I mean, in my situation, it, it, honestly, it's all, um, you know, even with three little girls, uh, it's been a great situation. Um, I've had probably no issues at all um, with the fathers at all. Um, except for the middle child, the middle child is a situation in which um, because I'm different, um, I'm coming into, into the situation as a new father. You know, I just had a, a little boy two years ago. Um, it'll be two years in February. Nice. So that's my first son. That's mm-hmm. my first child so 
I've always been in a situation in which I didn't have to fully discipline a child. You know, I have nieces, I have nephews, but I've never been in a situation where I fully had to discipline right, you a like, child. Right, you like, come get your child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right Come now. get him, come get him, <laughs> come take him, you know what I mean? Take him back to your house or whatever, whatnot. But I've never been in a situation where I had to fully discipline a child. So when you get into situations like that and you have to discipline a child, that is not yours. There's a fine line in which you cannot cross. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're different. Your 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 livelihood or your your mindset of how you discipline a child can be far completely different than the the next person. So in my situation, I'm very strict. I'm very. I try to walk that fine line of I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't cross that line. You're a child. Stay in a child's place. Right, right. So I've always been that way, and that mindset, and you know, having to discipline a child, whether using you know the measures of belts, hands, whatever, spanking, right. mm-hmm. you know what I mean, can be far different from the father. So the father's, you know, not so much that around, but feel that like he had a need to step up and right. say like, hey, watch out, watch how you discipline the child. You know what I mean? And we never have an issue. You know what I mean? I went to school with the brother and everything. And we cool. We even fucking Facebook friends. We laugh and joke right. about all the time. So um, I've made the situation known that I'm not their father. They still have their fathers in their lives. I'm not trying to change anything. But the simple matter of the fact, if I'm going to be in a home, if I'm going to be a provider, I'm a supporter in a home, there's certain laws that need to be laid and the girls need to know. And, right. that, you know, once you have that those conversations those grown man conversations, none of those issues will pop back up because they understand the place that they're in and they understand the place that you're in. Right. So moving forward. There shouldn't be any other issues and so forth. There hasn't been any other issues. Right. So we talking to two brothers that's mature because in my head. Yeah. And well, from what I'm thinking, for what I got from what you guys just said, I've heard of situations where, you know, a guy, you know, he hits up the new man in the child's life mm-hmm. and they want to have that face to face conversation. And their message to the guy is, hey, listen, whatever you and my ex got going on that's between y'all. These are still my children. If anything happens, call me. Yeah. Whereas you're saying that that's not possible if we're under the same roof and I'm the actual dad and mm-hmm. the provider. So y'all got a problem with that message because I know that's that's what happens. Yeah. You know, whether whether they're in the child's life or not, when another man comes into your space, whether you was there taking care of it or not, mm-hmm. you feel some type of way, which is why I said I kind of understand the guy. He just felt some type of way because even though he wasn't doing his job, mm-hmm. somebody's still in my place. And then even though you're in the household and you're the provider, somebody's still in my place. So they walk up to you, handshaking everything. Look you and I. Listen, brother, I got no problem with you. But if anything happens with my children, I appreciate if you did not discipline them, you call me. Yeah. What's I, your answer to that? I feel like that's a conversation the f- father the child and the mother the child i need to have a conversation about because if i'm in a house like my, my i met my daughter when she was three versus meeting somebody child when they 13 if you are now if y'all broke now if you had that history then that's between y'all but even if so my daughter's three my wife had that conversation with me about what she is comfortable with what she's not comfortable with now, if her father felt some kind of way, that's a conversation between them two. Cause I have nothing to do with that because I'm following the respect of the woman that I'm currently with because I'm around her 24 seven. She yeah. might be going on the weekends, but Monday through Friday from six, from 12 to 12 or six to six, no matter what I pick her up from school, she's with me. So if she does something, 
on the lines of disrespect or bad. I'm not, I'm not about to sit here and call you somebody that that's not around. That's what around. I'm going to say two days out the month or two, three days out the year. That's just conversation. It's just not going to happen because I have to be around my daughter more than you have to be around her. So if I'm sitting here, she does something and I go call you. That's taking the respect that she has from me and saying, well, I don't got to listen. You only got to listen to him because that's who you got to answer to. Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. So how have you handled like uh, discipline um, coming into our life at what? Four? You said three. three um, this luck, like I mentioned earlier, piggyback from me working with other kids. Luckily, me being a disciplinarian with my after school program kids, it just rolled over. Like, I don't have to put my hands on my daughter. I have a tone and I have a, I have a look. Yeah. Her, like her mom is for it because they be in the store and something be going on and she, I'm gonna call you dad and she, and she straights up, which is weird because it's like I never did anything other than like, look, man, if you keep doing X, Y, and Z, you're getting this taken away, you're not getting this and you're not getting that. And it just, and it just shuts down. So I guess it, working with other people's kids for so long actually helps me in my own life because I know how to verbally and she's smart as hell too. So she, she understands things that I don't even, I wouldn't even understand when I was six. Cause now she's six, but it turned seven. So understanding, you ask a question like she, like one time she got in trouble for talking to school. Came home. Hey, how was your day? Oh, it's fine. You sure? Um, well, what, what happened? Oh, I was talking. Are you supposed to be talking? No. Why are you not supposed to be talking? Because talking, I can't learn. So she understands. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah. ask questions for her to understand it versus saying, you were in trouble. This was going to happen. Yeah. No, I need you to understand you doing this is going to result in this. And this is what's going to happen. If you want this to happen, you have to do this and then you get that. But if you don't do this, you're not getting that and you won't get this. And after that, she'd be on punishment in her room for a week. Kids, especially now, these kids nowadays, they love technology. You can't let them hold the iPad or watch TV. <laughs> they life is over. They'll get and that see, work done. See, yeah. see, that's, that's what I'm saying. And you know what I mean? I, I love that you had a perspective and you had a, you know, previous to even meeting her because mm-hmm. I never had that. So, you know what I mean? My whole situation is, you know, from what I had from my parents, yeah. you know what I mean? You, you do something wrong, you get disciplined. That'd be that. You know what I mean? Whatever is punishment mm-hmm. or spankings, whatever. So in my situation, I'm looking at these little girls and they already have their personalities. And like I keep saying, they're headstrong. So they've already lived a thousand lives before <laughs> I stepped in the door. How old is your, so your stepdaughters again? 11, 9, and 7. Oh, yeah. So they already, it's already a wrap. <laughs> Time you know two. Time you know all those numbers by two. I, I could try as hard as I can with mm-hmm. my manly hands to, yeah. to to play though this and, and mold them mm-hmm. but it's 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 a difficult job because if i'm molding one i got two others that's looking over my shoulder and giving their input yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like you know what i mean it's a tough thing so if i if i say you can do this but they can't oh now they gonna house on that that little one mm-hmm. or if i tell the oldest one you can do this but they can't then now they're going, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like a, it's a, it's a different mentality. So you try to separate them. They don't like to be separated. And then when they're together, they bump heads. So it's like, you know, it's so many different dynamics that go into it. And for me to walk into it, and I've never been in that situation before, it's tough. And every day it gets tougher. And I'm trying to pre- prevent a situation in which these girls are about to be 17, 15, yep. and 13. Mm-hmm. And we all know how that gets down. Yeah. You know what I mean? We trying to prevent certainly these are young, beautiful black women that mm-hmm. are growing up in this society. So I'm trying to be that person. That's the, so like you said before, that it takes a village. Like I'm trying to sign up for that village because I need yeah. that, right, right, that, right, those, right. those people to come through. I need that tribe mm-hmm. to come help me. But well, we need know. to hook up. My daughter's 14 yeah. and she just got, you know, her hair done, you know, 
and and it, it gets to a certain point to where they ask you for things and you don't know if this is the time to do that. Yeah, yep. old. you know, dad, nails done, hair done, weave. I want to go out. I want to go to the movies. You're like, and like I said, I got a son who's two years older who doesn't ask me for anything. <laughs> a barbershop trip is all he asks me for, and everything else. Like he is, is, is a simple. But what my daughter is, you know, they they're trying to. They also look at other girls. They're trying to keep up with, um, what the other girls are doing. Yeah, you know, my yeah, daughter has a friend. Yeah. My daughter actually has a friend who parents, and I've met the parents. Nice mother and daughter. I mean, a uh, father um, and mother. They allow their daughter to come outside with belly shirts on. Wow. And they're like 14. And my daughter wants to, you know, they see that. And in mm-hmm. my eyes, I don't approve of that. Yeah. So, no, you can't. And then you got to explain to them, like, listen, that's what they do. You know, that's that household. And I'm not knocking them for what they do. Yeah. But, and like I said this on other episodes, that as being fathers, you not only got to compete. You have to compete with the other children that they're around. Mm-hmm. Because they see what they get. And you like, you know, well, my my friends got those red Jordans and I want those red Jordans mm-hmm. and they got the iPhone eight and I got the iPhone six, you mm-hmm. know, just just everything they're they're competing with. And they're always on go. And that's what. And so I know what you're talking about, about their age, mm-hmm. they're at that age where they become teenagers mm-hmm. and they want everything that they say to schools. Mm hmm activities mm-hmm. and it's and it's and it's hard it's difficult and that's exactly what i meant about if i had all boys <laughs> i would not have learned how to be a father at all at all so with that being said it's been said that men tend to not really fully fully get or appreciate women until you have daughters now i'm talking to two respectful men but what i'm but what i'm going to ask you is what effect did having a daughter play in your life when it comes to looking at women overall has that changed or were you always on some <laughs> you know what oh no nah, mine's changed um i was a knucklehead growing up and um <laughs> it's weird like because the stuff my daughter used to come to my school program and like i said my daughter's smart and i look at every boy she's in first grade on a third grade reading the math level and she was in kindergarten on the second grade level so when she do her homework I don't have to help her with her homework, but she'd be sitting next to little boys doing their homework and she'd be done and they'd be trying to sit next to her. I'd be like, nah, move. <laughs> go somewhere else. She'd yeah. like, dad, nah, go read somewhere else. Or no. Nah. And they'd be like, what's going on, Miss Dean? Yeah, my daughter done her homework. She got to go somewhere else. So it's more, I see it like, as like, not saying that like other people kids dumb, is I'm in that mode now where nobody is as is good for my daughter at this point. She only six. So I'm I can only imagine how I'm gonna be when she turned thirteen. It's gonna it's gonna be ridiculous. But yeah. um I just look at it like, ew, I was that little boy. <laughs> Always trying to share milk and snacks and like, oh no, nah, I know what he's trying to do. Now, nah, baby, you gotta move. <laughs> so I look at it different now where it's like I'm more more emotionally involved with my daughter and her mom. Before I used to be like, uh, hey, can we do this? Sure. Now it's like or she want to do this, why she want to do this? How does, does this make her feel? Versus, all right, we could do it. And I just go through the motion. Now I'm trying to understand why she thinks or talks the way she does. Yeah. So it makes me more in tune emotionally about trying to understand more understanding. But before I ain't give up. Okay, you want to do this? Cool, we go do that. And just <laughs> leave it at that. Yeah. I think for my situation, man, it's I've always had a level of immaturity. So, yeah. That level of immaturity smacked me in the face, and it wasn't too long ago. So for me, you know what I mean? I, I love social media, and anybody that knows me, 
I love women. So you see yeah. pictures of women, so you know I'm <laughs> double tapping like a bug. Like, blah, blah, blah. let me get that. Blah, blah, hey, let me get that double hey, tap. keeping off what you're saying, yeah. when I be following on, when I be on Instagram, following them supermodels, yeah. I always see your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss Spears like this also. <laughs> like, God damn it, she mine, Court. <laughs> but no, no, no. Yeah. That, that's the situation. That's the situation in which you have to grow up because it was a situation not too long ago, which I was just in my phone. You know what I mean? You just come home, you just chilling, you watching sports and whatnot. And you're in your phone and you're not thinking no, no other of it. So you just double tap, bye bye. And you keep it moving. And one of the little ones saw it like yeah. over my shoulder as she told her mom. So it became a big issue between me and her because she's like, why the f- you look, watching, looking at pictures like that? And, you know, in the open for her to see that. So I felt mad in the whole point. I'm like, yo, you're a little girl. Stay in your place. Yeah. But then again, I shouldn't have been done doing mm, that. Right. Especially right. not around them. Yeah. So right. I had to eliminate that immaturity. And it's a struggle because, you know, once again, this is something I just uh, walked into two, three years ago. So it's a strong transition. And. I don't know if anybody else dealt with it. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure you as a father yourself, you know, and you were very young. You had to change. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For me, it took me 30 years. So for me, that transition is tough. You know, letting go of so many things of going out or, you know, getting up and leaving and, you know, just only worrying about myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or or providing food and you just eating for yourself. You know, you got to provide for everybody. You got to make sure everybody's straight. You talking that talk because that's like what I was. Like, like, this is the longest relationship I've probably been in, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is the most serious. I'm engaged, you know what I'm saying? Because I would just say, you know, this ain't for me. I'm leaving. And it took a time for me to understand this is taking a toll on my children uh, and my, you know, my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they'll be like, well, you know, dad never stuck it out. Yep. Dad never t- stuck through tough situations. Mm-hmm. You know, dad can't use the example of he didn't have a married example in his life. Like I heard the, on the Tyrese interview where he just was like, you know, Rev Run was the first um, example he got to see of marriage. So he didn't know anything Um of how to be a husband and she, whoever he was talking about, the women he dated didn't know anything about marriage because they didn't have no examples. Mm. But, and so I want to, I want to give them that example that, Hey, listen, you have to, I didn't know that relationships was hard. <laughs> point, <laughs> yeah. point blank. They don't put yeah. that in the movies. They don't <laughs> put that in the movies. I didn't know that this was hard. I thought I was supposed to be happy all the time. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler Perry does. <laughs> for the movie. And the second that I'm angry, Hey, this ain't for me. Yeah. But I had to realize the toll that it was taking on the children and I was being selfish and I had to mature. And my daughter, um, you know, she had a break. She actually had a breakdown. A while ago, and I didn't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Because here I am, loving you like I love my sons. Mm. Yep. Smooth selling. But what you had to understand is it takes a lot of, it takes so many different muscles yeah. to love a woman, yeah. a girl, to understand them. And you can't, it's going to change where it's not going to be about that look. It's going to, it's going to change where it's not going to be about disciplining them. Mm-hmm. As far as the girls go, it's going to be about, regardless of what they're going through, return it with love. Yep. I just had a, a actual, that's funny that you say that, because I just had an example of that. Like, like I mentioned on the podcast on what's saying, my work week was trash. So with me dealing with work, what I'm, what I'm used to doing is I go to work, deal with all that bullshit, come home, and I play 2K. I'll be on 2K till it's time to eat. After I eat 2K, kiss my daughter to sleep. 
boom, back on 2K to a time. If it's depending on what day of the week it is, our TV show, come watch TV. My wife pulled me to the side the other day and was like, um, oh, me and Princess had a talk. Well, she talked to me on the way to school. I said, what she talked about? She was like, she asked if I loved her. And I was like, oh, why would she ask that? She said, because um, when I come home, all I do is play the game. And but the mom, like my wife broke it down like, yeah, he has a hard day at work. Or no, he's like, why he don't pick me up anymore? Because last year I used to pick her up, take her to my after school program, then go home, help her with homework. This year I work a different job. Her mom used to pick up and drop off. So she's like, daddy don't love me no more because he don't pick me up. But he always home before we get home. So I'm saying thing like, how the fuck she know that? I right, thought right. by me, you know, we go to the gym. I talk to her while we're going to the gym. We listen to our music. We sing. We eat. I tuck her in. That that was fine. No, that shit ain't enough anymore. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where it's like, this she knows more than I did when I was six. I thought just being in the house and hey, right. I fix your plate. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing a good I'm job. I'm sitting right next to you. I'm here. Yeah, no. Yeah. She like, she, all she was, she's daddy's little girl. All she want, like we watch Flash on Tuesday from 8 to 8.30. She go to bed at 8.30. Last step to 8.35. All she wanted to do is watch TV and lay on my lap. I'm just like, this is shit simple, but we make it so complex because we right, don't think about right, it. Right, right, like, right. Never totally. crossed my yeah. mind. You never even think about it because I'm, I'm the exact same way. Um, You know, you think about like on weekends. Mm-hmm. What do you do on weekends? Do you cook and make breakfast for everybody in the family on the weekends? Sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, they bust in your room like, hey, what we eat for breakfast? Like, yo, you got cereal downstairs. Yeah, yeah. There? <laughs> That's a disconnect there because yeah. sometimes they want that. Sometimes they want you to go downstairs and give them that loving moment while they're in there playing mm-hmm. and you're making breakfast, whatever, eggs, pancakes, and you come in and everybody sits down and eat breakfast together. At the table. At yep. the table. Not they love that. that. Yeah. So it's a, situ- it's a mindset in which you're losing that grasp. I've had that growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving that to them. Right. So I'm fucking up right. and yep. I'm rec- recognizing that I'm fucking up. Isn't, so I need to do some work on myself. Isn't that crazy how we, we grow up in situations that we don't like, but we wind up doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, shouldn't we be trying to get away from this? Mm-hmm. Like, cause we didn't eat at, the dinner table no. growing up mm-hmm. so you think it would hit my head and say you know what this is what i want to do but it takes my fiance to be like yo no no eating in the living room the room we all going to sit mm-hmm. at this table and we all be like you know i don't want to but it's moments that you get to actually have conversations with each other how mm-hmm. we work how was school mm-hmm. you know what's going on and that's kind of like the one time the five of us are actually together eating yeah. because once you're done eating you know my son likes to play playstation and my daughter likes to watch all these crazy tv shows that's another <laughs> thing tv shows oh uh, yeah. my daughter once again ladies and gentlemen she's 14 but she loves her some dr phil what, what? <laughs> why wait what <laughs> she she loves her some dr phil <laughs> Be- uh, like she watched the episode with the catch me out. Like she oh, likes okay. watching dysfunctional things. Okay, she watches. Um, she watch Barry too. She watches. I don't know. I don't know. If she know about that. If she knew about it, she would. She watches <laughs> Doctor Phil. Uh, what's that show on MTV? Uh, uh, where they be tricking you with the um, punk catfish. Catfish. Oh, okay. She watches catfish. She watches dance moms. She watches a lot of stuff where it's like. It's intense, intense intense arguments. Right, 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 right. And I allow her to watch. So here's what I'm asking. When a man is in the house, can can the child get away with more as long as you're there to guide them? Because let's say I wasn't there. There was no man in her life. And she watched these shows and she watched Ratchet TV. Mm -hmm. She could possibly go off to leave that life. Yeah, I I would say it is because this is a thing called the proud family. 
Oh, the Proud Family or Loud Family? It's one of them that come on Nickelodeon. The Loud Family. Loud Family. Yeah, yeah come on Nickelodeon yeah. where in this TV show they have two dads. Two dads, yeah. So before I was like, oh, no, my daughter can't watch that because she going to watch it and she going to think she's supposed to have two dads and they living together and all this other stuff. Then I thought about it and said, nah, because if, if she don't watch it here, she probably going to go to school. She gonna probably going to be on somebody's tablet. She's going to watch it. Else. And right. she's not going to have that community, that conversation like, dad, why, why is the two dads and not a mom? And you can have that conversation. So I guess it's best to know what your child's watching so you can have that conversation with them versus them watching them without you. And they go learn and experiment. And then you now you got to react instead of be proactive. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So, 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 but you think that if she was watching The Loud Family, is it? Yeah. The Loud Family, without a man in her life, this would allow her to grow up to think that this is just normal. But- I wouldn't even say mostly, mainly without a man, but men are more they, they are more stern when it comes to those conversations we we think logically versus emotionally so I, yeah i would say if it without a man because mom could have that conversation ear ear over ear and then we're like well mom you do it or you're emotional just like me so i really don't care so so do y'all think like well because because what i'm getting at is a lot of times mothers say just do whatever you want to make you happy father be like well no you're not doing that type of thing mm-hmm. oh yeah so that's what i'm saying it's yeah. like well my daughter watching all these shows and i'll be looking like why are you watching this you should be watching something else like this these are dysfunctional tv shows that just shows chaos mm-hmm. it shows things that i don't think that you should be looking at at this age but she enjoys it but because i'm around and she doesn't see chaos in real life i think it increased that balance that she can actually see what's going on out yeah because you'd rather her see it on tv than living in real life so how's y'all parenting skills and what i mean by that is are y'all would you give it to them to see? Say, this is the real world. Or are you like, I don't want you looking at certain things, protecting them from it, and they'll get exposed to it eventually type of thing? I mean, you know what I mean? The way the the, the world is today, they're going to be exposed to something. And right. it's going to happen. It's going to come down the line. My, my thing is, is that I'm not going to uh, sit in a situation in which if I'm in the house... You're not watching certain things. It's right. just not going down. Like, you know what I mean? Their biggest channels are Nickelodeon and Disney. So we try to keep them as far as what? Far, far away from like Ratchet TV. Okay. I mean, me and my girl, we just went, I just uh, took her to uh, Love and Hip Hop, the reunion. First off, first last off, last month. Not to, not to cut you out, I'm scrolling Twitter. Y'all picture popped up. <laughs> Y'all are famous. Everybody, because it shows a picture of, uh, what's his name? Safari, Safari, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. chick. I don't watch it, but Safari and the chick next, and you two, <laughs> Mo and Court is in the back. I'm just scrolling, so it's, y'all famous. But carry on. <laughs> but no, but but see, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, what I mean, we have we live our lives far differently than we want for our children. Right mm-hmm. now, would we like would we love for them to be a part of that? Absolutely not. No, no way, no way, no how. You know what I mean? So it's like. You got to have structure somewhere. Right. And I'm in a situation in which I'm trying to understand them and understand myself and being that structured person for them. So it, it's tough because going back to the, me looking through my phone casually and just right. double tapping, you know what I mean? They see that. So, you know what I mean? They're going to have a different view of me. You know what I mean? Am I cheating on their mother? Am right, I doing right. certain extra activities outside of relationship because I'm looking at another female and I'm double tapping on it? Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm not looking at their mother and double tapping on that. So right. it's like, you know, they're going to look at me different. So they have their own different perspective and they're going to do that as they go out to school, as they go out to activities. Somebody new is going to bring something else new into their mind. Right. So you try to console them and, and bottle, bottle them in and also leave that little little bit of openness for them to view and, and get other lifestyles. But 
for the most part, you just try to be as structured as possible and try to cut off certain things like the loud, loud house. I just hold, heard uh, about that maybe like two, two uh, years ago. Mm-hmm. And I heard about the situation with the two dads and right off the bat, I'm like, no, you can't watch that. You know what I mean? It's just a situation in, in my mindset. Like, no, it, it's pointless. It's a cartoon. Right. It's not reality. You know what I mean? It is reality in some aspects. Don't get me wrong, but this is a cartoon. Right. Talking about depicting it. Right. You know what I mean? If you're going to talk about that, let it be a serious situation in which down the line they can, you know what I mean, view that. And that's definitely the difference between, you know, the mother and the father. Mm Because like I said earlier, the mother be like, well, I don't care. You know, you can watch whatever you want. Mm -hmm. That the fathers are always on some, the dad's always on some. No, I don't want you watching this because. And then, you know, we can get into a debate and eventually we all come together and, you know, we all, you know, sell it. But, you know, that's just what a father does. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, I'm not going to allow all of this to happen just because, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. it's just because I, I feel some type of way about it. So, um, Dean, I don't think you answered it, but do you raise your daughter, giving them everything? Or do you say, hey, you know what? Put a blindfold on this situation. I don't think you should be looking at this. I don't think my situ- I don't think I had a situation so far where I not had yet, right? to have, so, have yeah. a blindfold. Yeah, good, so, yeah. all, like. The only thing I don't, well, I don't let her listen when we in a car. We only listen to two radios, well, three, 94.5, 96.5, and 105.3. Oh, that's perfect. She don't listen to rap music that's when she perfect. around me, but when she around other people, she listen to it. And I, when I tell her, like, look, like, for instance, it's funny. Justin Bieber's song, um, is one of his songs that he sings on a radio and it says like ass and or hell, one of, one of the two. And she's singing the song, not knowing, and she says it. So I was like, so I stopped me and said, what you just saying? She like, I was singing the song. I said, yeah, I know, but it's certain words and songs that you can't say. Hmm. And that was one. I said, she like, oh, okay. So now when, she, now when the songs come on, she sings it. And she blatantly says, look, daddy, I ain't said it. And then go back to the song. <laughs> so I'm like, you don't got to, in my mind, I'm like, you don't got to tell me. But I'm like, good job. Yeah. So it's like stuff like that. But other than that, other than music she listened to, like I had to stop her from watching Katy Perry one time. That was about it on, her, on my iPad. It was like roar. Like, Everybody like, what's wrong with Katy Perry? Nah, if you watch that video, she's sexualizing the shit out of that video. So yeah. other than that, I, I don't think I'm at the point. Just yeah, because with, with my girls, it's it's a funny situation because they always flip it. They mm-hmm. already know what the bad words are, and they flip it. So like, I think it was like Rihanna's song. What was that? Uh, sex and me or something like that. Sex. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like you know, what I mean, sex. Yeah, you can't with be me. singing that. You can't be singing yeah, that. Can't so singing they that. flip it and say it like, text with me." So I'm like, "What? Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 it's whoa!" Still, like, yeah, I, it's still I know bad. what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nah, you got to because you changed the word. Don't mean that I know that you know what it really means. <laughs> who, the hell, who the hell is you texting? Yeah, now, yeah, I, I got a problem with that too. Yeah. Texting me is so amazing. Why is it amazing? <laughs> What's going on? Here? I um, I had a little similar situation, and it, it, it's just something for the listeners. You got to understand how a father reacts to his daughters without thinking. My my daughter phone lit up, and it was this guy as her screensaver, pants sagging, black, uh, uh, just you know, he he just jewelry on, Jordans on. And I said, "Who's this? <laughs> Who's this guy on your phone, <laughs> Dad? That's 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 the NBA. What's his name? Young M- NBA. What's his name? What, what's young, the rapper name? NBA. Young M- M- young No, it's M- NBA. Nah, nah, it's some name is NBA. Weird dude. But it's some young weird, rapper. Yeah, really? she don't know him. But I still was like, yo, take him off your phone. Take him off your phone. I don't want him on your phone just because the way he looks. And then she changes the screen and it's her taking a picture 
with lip gloss on oh, yeah. with the duck lips. Mm-hmm. Oh, nope. Change that picture too. <laughs> I'm like, yo, let me go through this whole phone. I want all this stuff to leave. <laughs> and keep in mind, I'm, I'm pretty sure I might have overreacted because, you know, like I said, my daughter is growing. Getting older, yeah. She's getting older and she, she's seeing different things, but just off the top. This nigga name is Young Never Young Boy Never Broke Again? Oh, okay, young, <laughs> hey, young NBA, young yeah, never a, broke oh, again. I guess him. His <laughs> name was never be broke again. But, but on, listen, that was for Fresco because he always want to know what the acronyms do. <laughs> there you go. But imagine your daughter phone light up and that's what you see. Oh hell, you no. thinking? I'm oh, taking her this, phone for a week. Is, is this who is this? <laughs> oh, week. Yeah, she ain't getting that back. So how much? Pre- look, I think maybe it's because in my head you think that. What they always told everybody, this is mm-hmm. for young boys too. Well, if your father was in your life, you wouldn't be doing this. Mm. So here we are. And yet, your daughter still kind of cater to the young NBAs and mm-hmm. these gangster things. So how do we feel about that? Because in our head, we're programmed to think that if you're there doing your job, they're going to date a lawyer. They're going to date somebody like you. Mm-hmm. But that's not set in stone. I mean, it, you know, it's tough because with kids, they follow popularity. They yeah. follow other things that their, their peers are around. And, you know, I'm not saying it's peer pressure, but, you know what I mean? What's the common thing that's discussed and talked about? Yeah. Because the biggest thing with my, my girls is um, one of them, they like uh, Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. So they think he's dreamy and cute and all this. Mm-hmm. And they got to, he's the cover screen on their phones. It's not a big deal because he's not out there naked or nothing like right, that. Right, right. Him, but and they think he's cute. But it's just one of those things. It's just like, you know what I mean? It's the, that's the popularity. But they're, uh, you know, once again, 11, 9 to 7. So that's going to transition in three, four years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once they become adults, and, and you're not adults, but little high school girls, oh, yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be a different mentality. It's going to be a different dude. It's going to be some usher looking mother no, let me not say usher um some <laughs> yeah hope not some, some you know dance around chris brown looking dude you know what i mean so it's it's an ever-changing guard but you know what i mean it's something that you just you got to be around and, and i think the father on. thing is true to be honest with you I'm, I'm gonna go off my own i know i'm not a daughter but i'm a son and I, my dad was in my life and it's weird because when you look at it growing up and it's like i don't want to be like him i don't even like him He's annoying. This nigga too strict. He this, he that. And then you grow up. And you just like. And you look and you hear, you hear, you just like your dad. You sit back and look like that nigga did do this to me when I was that age. Mm-hmm. So you become your parents. You just got to go and appreciate it. Because I look at my dad all the time. And we be sitting having cigars, be talking. I mean, I'm looking, going back and looking at the people that moms was their best friends. And dads were their best friends. Dads was in and out of jail. And you look at them now, they were the cool kids. Now they the, either the drug addicts, the gang members, the ones that's in jail. Yeah. I got to sit back and tell my dad, like, I'm glad you yoked me up when I was, when I took, he yoked me up for stupid shit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but that comes over time, though. What yeah, about, I'm saying. What about the teenager that don't appreciate you yet? But you just got to, you just, I feel like you just got to, you got to wait it out. It's okay. so a wait period because everybody goes through things. They'll get it eventually. Yeah, they don't, they'll get it eventually. Yeah. So you just got to trust the process. Totally. It's it's one of those things you just got to muscle out and, and muscle and go through because mm-hmm. me as a child, you know what I mean? I was in that same predicament. I, would th- I think I was like 12 or 13 and it was this one big party my cousin was thinking about throwing, but he said it was all the way out and like East Trend, like, we're, we're, like you know what I mean? I'm from West Trend. Yeah. I don't know anything about East well, Trend. back then, yeah. So back then, I didn't know anything about yeah. North Clinton and stuff like that and it was a party on North Clinton and whatnot and they about to th- go live and my, my dad was like, nah, Hell no, nah, you ain't going. It was like overnight party. No, hell no. Nah. And I'm thinking like, what's the problem? Like yeah. it's just a regular party. So you know what I mean. 
thinking then now and i'm looking at the little girls and they want to go to parties and stuff like that the chances are it might be a situation like that like i couldn't party on Rose right Ma- right so i how couldn't do you, party on north Clinton, so how do you, you know answer mean? that knowing that your dad didn't allow you to go because that pops in your head right you mm-hmm. like damn they're asking me to go to this party i know it's 100 percent that i'm going to say no but i didn't like when my dad told me no yep do i allow them to go or do you know what i'm saying so it's like how do we handle that i think you play how what was the re- risk of reward of the answer that you didn't like like you could say like for instance when i was told i couldn't go to my graduation like to my eighth grade dance i was mad as hell i punched yes. the wall and broke my hand and then i thought about it nothing happened bad at that party so the, re- the reward wasn't as big but it was another party i wanted to go to i was like in the ninth grade and my one of my classmates having it I went to the party. They finally let me go to a party and almost got jumped at the party. So like, yeah, it's one of those hit and miss things. So you got to, it's every situation is different. Yeah. Like, so if my daughter want to go to the movies on a Friday night, I'm going to say no, regardless. Cause I know what it's like going to the movies on a Friday <laughs> night, depending on if you want to go to yeah, AMC 24 on a Friday yeah, night. Was it a Friday night? Yeah. But, you're not yeah, going. Now, if you saying Friday but, afternoon, you want to yeah. catch a mad night? Saturday ahead, morning, <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> you need me to drop you off <laughs> Friday night? No, I don't care how you feel. No, you're not yeah, going. Yeah. So I guess it depends on what happened. But nowadays you can't even predict what's happening now. Cause you could just go to a regular concert and, and that's the after part about it mm-hmm. now being 2017 you're going into 18 it's so many different things it's so much shit that can happen in your neighborhood your next door neighbors and into mm-hmm. some shit yeah. so you got to watch these little girls like they, they got to stay like right next to mm-hmm. you it's unfortunate it's, it's so fucked up so i'm a one more question before we get out of here we actually been here for almost an hour That's one more question before we get out of here and because I'm just going to piggyback off the, the the conversation we was having about Young NBA, if that's his name, I don't even know that's his name. <laughs> young Young NBA never broke again, Mister Never Broke Again. <laughs> because we're mature men, and just like you mentioned, Dean, about that, yeah, <laughs> about they're not going to appreciate their father until a, f- a few mistakes here and there. Mm-hmm. So her first boyfriend that she thinks she has because they're not boyfriends does but her first boyfriend i'm using air quotes here mm. comes to your door and he looks like he's young nba with the knowledge that we know that okay number one this ain't gonna work we know that this ain't gonna last long and we watch bad boys and when will smith and the guy came to the door and they checked mm-hmm. them right this is mm-hmm. what we all think but being mature now what i'm asking y'all is how do we handle this because this this is for us and the fathers listening we all want to yoke up that little 16, 17-year-old boy who dates our daughter for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because our daughter is giving away, and I don't want to sound creepy, but they belong to us. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like when your daughter gets married, you're supposed to walk her down the aisle and give her away. Mm-hmm. So without sounding creepy, she belongs to me. Mm-hmm. And then you're watching somebody that you know don't deserve her, mm-hmm. who she's madly on, in love with, air quotes. Right. So mm-hmm. how do we handle this, though? Now that we're mature, 30-year-old men, almost 30-year-old man, how do we handle this? I he, feel he, like he knocks on the door. You just got to be reactive instead of proactive because no matter what you say or do, yeah. she's going to do she it. Do what your job is to know how to console her after the situation mm. and, and continue to be an example on how you treat her mother or the woman, even if you're not with her mom, with the woman in your life. So... Because you can sit here blue to your face like you're not dating him, you're not dating him, and then you pick the corny dude that you want her to date, and he still ain't shit. He still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like you got to teach her, like, look, baby, you're gonna have to 
it sucks. You're going to have to say you got to kiss a couple of frogs before you get to your prince. <laughs> but for a bad analogy, you just got to you got to learn how to console her once it happens and yeah. just know that this ain't the end of the world type situation. You can either learn from this or but at the end of the day, you're not going to be stuck on this situation because somebody's out there for you until then. You're mine and I'm going to take care of you and all that other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's 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 great um, that he, he stated that because it, it is a situation in which they they're going to bump into many different uh avenues before they get to the right path and um it's a situation in which i I think it's going to be the most difficult for me because um i might get backlash for this but i'm one of those people who believes like don't bring no discussion about little boys in my house until you grown yeah and able to you know either transition to school Mm -hmm. and or or have a job or something like that it's no point in having that discussion because you know what's going to end up having y'all gonna get all a little bit too intimate and uh, you're gonna have this little baby around right (laughs) but no it's a a different mindset for me because you know i mean if you if your grades are in order Mm -hmm. and and everything is in you know i mean you're not depressed or falling off in life yeah then of course you know what i mean you can go out and have these little dates going to movies and stuff like that but hanging up under each other at that early of an age i don't see the point of it okay. you know what i mean it's no point of it what is he doing with his life what is he transitioning to what where is he going you know what i mean to have these free days is he doing any activities outside of this what are you doing you know what yeah. i mean what are your activities you know what i mean what are you looking what are your hobbies you know mm-hmm. what i mean other than that so that's my biggest discussion with that because you know what i mean you can't be sitting up here talking about boys and and, and your science grades are ass or yeah, you can't be right, talking right, about boys right. and you you know what i mean your algebra is ass so you know what i mean it don't you agree be a that discussion. If her schoolwork was in order, like she was a honor student and honor roll student and everything that it's kind of like with their grades, it kind of brings smarts mm-hmm. overall. You would trust her more. I would. With the I situation. Would. I, right. I totally right. would. Right. You know what I mean, and you know, not to knock that, you know what I mean? A common sense trumps uh, having book sense or anything of that nature. But it's a situation in which if you're showing me that you're you're uh, being diligent in your schoolwork, then, of course, you can have an outside life. You can be personable. You can do all you, you know, what yeah. I mean, all those great things. It's just tough. It's very tough out here for all that. You know, what I mean, because it's a different reality out in this world. I get that. I adapted the academics. I, I've been in many situations where females with great academics suck at picking social life. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You yeah, want to make sure everything's in order. I hope my, my and my daughter was if my daughter showed me more because, like I said, she's smart, but she showed me more common sense on how the people how people that she choose to interact with mm-hmm. then maybe like but if you coming home and you got to catch me outside girl or exactly. you got a teen mom as your friend yeah you you're not ready to have a boyfriend yet exactly. but if you got people from the drama club even though people from the drama club still could be assholes but at least they're doing something positive mm-hmm. then maybe but i don't like you said it's that situation i got it yeah uh, and, and just even going back to talking about the nba guy you know what i mean you gotta look at it i know people I'm not saying i'm the most clean cut and uh, structured guy out here, but you got cats that look like me or probably look like a fucking nerd, mm-hmm. and they one of the most grimiest motherfuckers out. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. You know right. what I mean? They got the most secret lives, most skeletons in their closet. So um, at least young you NBA's putting it all out there. He's putting right? it all out there. Yeah. He's out in the open. He might be the most sweetest dude. He might. <laughs> he probably, he <laughs> might get yeah. Look he at Twenty One Savage. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> might get a, a, edible arrangements every weekend. You know. All right, man. Well, I appreciate y'all um, for coming through. We spent, um, we touched on a lot of uh, dope topics on um, stepfathers and the challenges that come our way and how it changed mm-hmm. um, us for the better. 
Uh, well, changed y'all. I'm not a uh, stepfather, but it changed y'all for the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, I appreciate y'all coming through. Hey, I think man. this was episode six, 17 to 16 of the 700 Block. You know, man, it's always love, man. I appreciate Word. y'all having me on, man. As always, man. Yeah. All right. So um, that's it, man. Peace out, y'all. We out. All right. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Alexa, play Whitney Houston. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.